0: welcome to season two episode five i'm sabrina lynn and this is rewilding okay so you know how we're on this kind of rhythm of interview conversation with another beautiful being and then deep dive exploration this episode is deep dive exploration and doesn't matter if you listen to the previous podcast, that interview with Christina Lopes or not, you can listen to it after if you feel to, you could pause and go listen to it now, but this stands alone. So this conversation stands alone. It seems like it might be a bit foundational, but I think if you listen with radical honesty and with almost this willingness to shine a light into the hidden realms of yourself you'll find some things that you may not have seen before or you'll deepen into something that you may not have seen before so we talk a lot about reclamation of the feminine awakening of the feminine rise of the feminine within ourselves, within our world, within our bodies, our beings, our hearts, our sexuality, our our everything. And I think sometimes we miss certain signposts that we are repressing our own feminine. We and and it's almost like it's this so common and so frequent and so accepted that we brush over it. So I'm gonna encourage you to not brush over it and to walk into this from a place of where am I diminishing my feminine? Where am I overriding my intuition? Like that's a sign, <laughs> huge sign of repressing the feminine. In, in the last podcast we spoke, Christina was sharing, I was living and creating my life from my brain, from my head, from my mind, not my heart. Not my heart, not my heart. Those are such great words around I'm leading a masculine-led life, but my feminine is really calling to be a part of the co-creation. So I just encourage you to walk into this with this radical honesty, a lot of compassion for self. If you have been on a spiritual awakening path for a while, I'm going to encourage you to make it to the end to get to sign number five and to really open up and honor what comes about in sign number five. This is one that isn't talked about too much, but anyone on the spiritual path um, who's working with feminine energy in any way, or even curious about feminine energy in any way, um, I think we'll get a lot out of that point final thing that i want to invite you to two things that i would love to invite you to one is the community come join the community come be a part of the community sabrinalynn.com sign up for the newsletter you'll get in on all of the free stuff that we do a couple times a year i will hold a free retreat completely free it's like seven days of free workshops right but that gets announced in our community and that's the best way to stay on top of things you'll hear about new episodes. I do sometimes live episodes in the Facebook group that don't get shared on the podcast. So you'll know about every single thing that's coming out. You'll know about new offerings and programs as well as episodes and free workshops and free retreats and free things that I'm holding. So that's definitely the best way to join the community Facebook group there's a new vibe happening in the Facebook group. If you're there, it's so beautiful and I'm loving the shares and the community and the co-creations, right? Y'all are a huge part of what comes out in the content, right? I read all of your comments today before coming and creating this particular episode. So this is coming straight from you all and I'm grateful. I love that we get to dance and weave together in the ways that we do in the Facebook group. So if you're not a member, maybe think about joining us. Just search Sabrina Lynn Rewilding and you'll find our group right now. I think we're at about 12,000 members. So I just share that in case you pop in to other groups and you're like, I don't know if this is the right one. And it has like a hundred thousand. That's not us. Um, so anyways, there's an invitation to that third invitation. I know I said two. I have one more invitation is sacred sexuality. Um, I know that this has been a theme that we've been going into. Uh, I think podcast three was sex magic. Um, We've done a ton of stuff in the Facebook group. I had a couple of different um, pop-up lives that we did in the Facebook group. Probably didn't hear it on the podcast, but maybe you were there for those. And we've been really kind of coming out of the closet around sacred sexuality work and Just this morning before creating this episode, I asked in our Facebook group, in our community, I said, hey, we're doing this in-person retreat on sacred sexuality. I know it's hard to get to in-person retreats. I know sometimes the finances aren't there, the time, the travel, the restrictions in traveling even don't allow for it to happen. So I said, if I were to put together an online program, is there enough interest? And definitely feeling, um, feeling the desire, feeling the want, feeling the, the yes, feeling everyone's yes for this, this journey, this, this kind of exploration into this mysteries of sacred sexuality. So if that's something that sings to you, you'll find a link to it below. So we'll have the program available to join by the time this podcast comes out. So just check out the show notes or go to sabrinalin.com. That might be easier too. go to sabrinalin.com and just look, you'll find like online programs, or maybe it'll be on our homepage or something like that. We'll have it all over. Just look for sacred sexuality. You'll, you'll find it. All right. Um, that's enough of announcements and enough new things and enough invitations to join community, to join programs and all of that stuff. I wholeheartedly invite you to dive in and enjoy this episode. Could your own masculine be repressing your feminine? Sometimes this is happening and we don't even know it. Sometimes we're wanting to reclaim the feminine or we're wanting to come into deeper relationship with the feminine. And We can't necessarily put our finger on what it is that's preventing us from either embodying the feminine or dancing in a deeper way with the feminine, maybe in another or in our world. There was this awesome conversation that just happened in the last podcast around masculine healing in order to allow for divine union the healing of the masculine the honoring of the masculine the evolution of the masculine in ourselves this isn't putting it outside of ourselves putting it on another person putting it on men this is not gender-based in any way shape or form but our own masculine putting down the sword putting down the defenses putting down the judgments that it has placed on the feminine within ourselves. So let's honor that this is a much bigger conversation, but let's take it internally and let's really dive into some inner exploration in this conversation. I want to go through five, maybe six signs, tangible, practical signs that our own internal masculine is somehow preventing the fullness of our our feminine from opening, from awakening, from expressing, from gifting the world, from loving, from sometimes just being. Maybe that's our doorway in. So let's go into number one. Sign number one. If you have challenges going from doing, 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 must achieve, must achieve, must accomplish, must be doing, must be taking things off of the to-do list, going from that mode, which is a very masculine mode, into a mode of feeling, of being. That's a sign, that, that's a sign. And I know we live in this world, most of us live in this world where it is fast paced and it's accomplishment and it's, it's, it's doing, it's doing, it's I want tangible things done and achieved and to show for my time. But there's a gift in the feminine in relaxing, softening, opening, and just simply loving and being life itself. Stepping into a place where we just simply become the infinite all of everything, where there is nothing to achieve or do. It is simply to be in the present moment to allow ourselves to feel the present moment and really at high levels of feminine expression it's to serve the present moment. Like what energy moving through me serves the present moment? How does love want to move through me to serve this person in front of me, this group of people at work, this family dynamic, this thing I'm creating? How does love want to move through me? And it's really hard to sink into this when we have a dominant or an Overactive, let's use that word, that's a good word, an overactive masculine taskmaster, doer. So we don't even have to use the word masculine, sometimes that trips us up, but this taskmaster. And that can override. So that can be a sign of our masculine not necessarily in balance. And this is all about coming into, I don't like the word balance, because then we think 50 50, coming into harmony. Like there's this Harmonious dance that happens, so it's not all about being, just being, and you know you're just fully in the feminine all of the time, and it's not just about task mastering our way through life, so doing, doing, doing. It's about finding what is our our true balance, our true expression. Okay, so that's sign number one. Um, sign number two. Let me feel. Okay. Brain versus heart. This is a pretty obvious one. This is talked about quite regularly. Mind versus intuition. Logic versus intuition. Um, Brain versus gut, right? So we start to reflect on our lives because this whole conversation is about reflecting on self and just allowing for any insights or aha moments to come about. But feeling where does my logic override my gut knowing where does my reason or my ration override my heart's desire what is my heart saying and what is my brain saying now this can also be reversed too by the way so but we're, we're talking specifically about our own inner masculine, possibly repressing our feminine. So we're going to keep it um, angled at things from this way. But feeling into times, I know, especially in my younger years, especially in my younger years when um, I didn't have deep reverence for the feminine. I hadn't um, opened up to the wisdom of the feminine. I hadn't opened up to um, the... The, the honoring of the feminine in myself or the, the valuing. It was almost as if I devalued feminine gifts and feminine gifting and feminine expressions. Um, and I overvalued masculine gifts and masculine expressions like the doing. But when we <clears throat> kind of feel into this one and reflect back, you know, this is what I was gonna share with you is when I was younger, my heart, my passion, my body would respond to certain things and it would go, this is for me. <laughs> this, this is for, and it's this overwhelming, almost like soul calling, that's, that's feminine. Soul embodied spirit is feminine, right? And it's this heart calling like this. So for instance, I'll give you a silly story because it might help you to think of a story for yourself. In college, I loved sociology loved it psychology sociology it was this innate knowing in my body and lit me up and i was so like it was like my soul calling my body was like yes this is for me but at the time i was 19 and at the time my brain was saying It's more valuable to go to medical school. It's more valuable to have a microbiology and chemistry major. Must do chemistry. Must do this path, right? But it was very clear. Very clear that my gut feel, my intuitive knowings, that wisdom from within, that wisdom from within. But where do you... Override that wisdom from within for something that makes sense or something that is rational, logical. And again, this is not about um, coming all the way over into just intuition and just gut feeling. It's about bringing these things into this harmony bringing it into harmony, it's all about bringing the divine masculine, divine feminine within our beings into harmony, it's sacred union and what explodes from there and how life is lived from that place. Okay, so that's sign number two. Um, Sign number three, it had something to do with this last one. What was I sharing toward the end? Um, I knew I was gonna be able to, this is the one. Sign number three, when we have a goal, and we have a mission, and I'll give you an example. <laughs> it's the same example as last time, but it's a good one, because it's it's easy to see. A goal, and we have a mission, and we want to accomplish something, and we can't read the moment. This is a little bit of a tougher one to feel into, but bear with me, I'll get there. It's, I aimed to do something that would take me six months to do, right? So this is a six month commitment. Let's actually just take my microbiology chemistry example. This is a four year commitment to complete these degrees. So I have this four year commitment. Now in the four years, now I made that commitment when I was 18. In those four years, an infinite amount of things have changed an infinite amount of things have changed. I have discovered more about myself. I have become a completely different person within these four years. My heart's longing for this. I know that almost, I can feel that this path is soul sucking, right? Like it's, it's literally like sucking the life out of me. But my masculine must accomplish goal will do anything to accomplish goal, which is a beautiful, which is a beautiful aspect of the masculine. I'm not degrading that at all. That is one of the greatest gifts that I have, right? Is that developed in my masculine, but where does that aspect of must accomplish goal made commitment four years ago will stick this out? Where is that repressing the feminine? Where is that? overriding the truth of the moment because everything had changed for me in those four years. Right. And you'll hear this sometimes and you can sometimes it's a lot easier to reflect on other people's lives than ourselves. But again, this is really the gift here is to bring it back to self, bring it back to self, bring it back to self. But just to maybe take a step out and look and just feel, you know, where have you heard other people talk? Well, I'm just going to stay in the marriage until the kids are gone. Or I, made these vows. I must keep them. Even though you're watching this person become a shell of themselves, you're, you're, you're watching them move into depression that they can't get out of. You're watching the soul, like the life in them just drain right out. And it's this dedication um, that's overriding what's currently happening in the moment. And again, I'm not at all diminishing loyalty or dedication or making vows i think all of those things are so beautiful and so important and such a gift as well but again this is all about where are we potentially repressing our feminine so where you know back to my little story where was my where was my gut asking me to go where was like my soul asking me to go where was my body wanting to go and how was i overriding it because to me, accomplishing that goal was more important to me. It was more valuable to me at that time than my health, than my happiness, than my pleasure, than my heart's fulfillment, Then, right, right? And, and so that's number three, <laughs> something deeply to reflect on. Um, let me go into four um, because I just spoke some words around it. Another sign that we might be repressing the feminine is the bottling up of emotions, is the numbing, the anesthetizing, the numbing out pain feelings numbing out sadness numbing out and we can numb out in many ways and we can numb out just mentally by like i'm gonna skip out of my body and i'm just gonna go up into the mental realm i'm gonna think 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 we can numb out by watching netflix for eight hours we can numb out with chemical substances we can numb out in many ways but where our emotions are wanting to speak to us this is part of feminine magic is is that the feminine speaks through emotions, speaks through the body, speaks through feels, speaks through, um, symbolism, speaks through dreams, speaks, right? She's, it's the soul, it's soul language. And so where are we going? Well, I don't want to feel sad. So I'm going to just push that down. Um, I don't want to feel angry, but really you're angry because that's the innate feminine wisdom in you saying someone just crossed the boundary. Someone just crossed your boundary. Someone crossed your boundary. And that's just the energy that comes up to say to you, right? You are now no longer in your truth. You've now just been invaded. You, you've now just allowed, um, I think of Christina Vav- or um, Teresa Vavila and the drawbridge, right? Her interior castle, your soul castle, your sacred space. Someone came in, pull up the drawbridge. And that's like the warning bells going off of like, the claws come out. And you don't have to act on it you know you don't have to (laughs) obliterate someone for it you just go whoa okay this is talking to me this is talking to me so feeling into that as a sign around what is our capacity for emotional expression and it's in the moment right It's, it's, it's also our capacity for it in the moment our capacity to Hold it's it's energy. Emotion is just energy. It's just energy. It's just a form of energy. It could come in joy, it can come in pleasure. By the way, this one sucks to hear. You're not gonna like it. You ready? (sighs) We are so often going after pleasure when we're opening up to the feminine. You know, it's pleasure. I want to I wanna experience more pleasure. I want to experience more joy. I want to experience more happiness. Well, unfortunately and you can you can experiment with this and you could dive into this for years and, years and years and years and years and years and you can poke holes at this, this, this i don't think it's a theory it's what i've seen everywhere and it's what um science has showed and a lot of studies have shown but but feel free to experiment with this because prove me wrong if this is if, if it's true but in order to widen our capacity for pleasure joy bliss we've also got to be able to widen our capacity to feel all of the feels. So we don't get to feel more pleasure, more bliss, more joy, more happiness, more ecstasy, unless we can also feel more sorrow, more grief, more loss, more rage, more anger, right? It's the two are, it's like they live on a seesaw. Right, And so they live on a seesaw, and the wider the range of the seesaw or teeter-totter. I'm not sure what we all use in all the different languages and cultures we are communicating in, but um, they both have to be open and accessible. So the more that we allow ourselves to feel sad when something is sad, we're grieving the loss of a loved one. Grieve! Grieve! It's letting energy move through you. And if we stop judging the emotion, we're able to allow more of it and the more that we can allow ourselves to feel the things that we don't like, if we oftentimes say this, like if we can just allow emotion to be, this is life flowing through me. I know some of the times that I have felt the most alive and the most love-filled have been the times when I've been on the kitchen floor crying my eyes out. Is And it's because it's an extraordinary amount of Shakti running through me. Extraordinary amount of energy running through. It's an extraordinary amount of feminine running through me. It's just life force, and that just happens to be the expression of it, right? Okay, so that was number four. Let me feel, I've got a whole list of these things. Let me feel which one we want to um, our relationship to our body let's go with this one as our final our final kind of sign how deep can we go in our body how how alive is our body Um, feminine energy is not rigid, it's not stoical, it's not moving into consciousness, which is what a good portion of our meditation paths are, a good portion of our consciousness paths are, a good portion of our spiritual awakening paths are, is is masculine-based practices into nothingness, into stillness. And those are so beautiful. And I love them and I teach them and I honor them and I revere them. But this again is about coming into harmony with them. And so, Where have we maybe gone into transcending the body? Um, Spiritual bypassing, you know what that is? That's a term for ignoring the feminine aspect of spirituality, it is, it is, right? Ignoring sexuality as part of the divine is ignoring the feminine ignoring the body as part of the divine, ignoring life itself, is ignoring the feminine. And so where have we maybe gone so far into stillness practices, nothingness practices, consciousness practices, that we are actually inadvertently, and this this happened to me. I mean, I can say that for years that I was on that path. I didn't know any better. Most of us don't. We don't know any better. But the development of that was beautiful because it allowed me to hold consciousness for all aspects of the feminine. But what I didn't know was that I was inadvertently and unknowingly repressing the feminine by practicing this and this alone, by only practicing stillness, only practicing consciousness. Most mindfulness practices, right? It's, it's you just, you're coming into nothingness, you're coming into nothingness, you're coming into nothingness. And where are we doing that right and 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 that's a tough one that's a tricky one because developing that capacity is so important and it's so beautiful and it's so glorious and it takes us to love and it takes us to the infinite all of nothingness right but where could that possibly be repressing your own feminine Whew. all right wow um let me end with two things, one, an invitation, and two, a practice on how to deepen into this. Invitation um, is to go listen to the interview with Christina Lopes. So that was what inspired this. It was the video on YouTube just before this. You'll find the link up here in the corner, down in the show notes below. If you're listening on the audio, you can go to the episode just before this and find it this whole conversation came out of that interview. She explains healing the divine masculine in three simple stages, three simple steps. And it's beautiful and it's glorious. And if this conversation drew you in, I would suggest going there next because it's um, so insightful. Um, Okay, and now the practice on this, practice on this, practice on this. Here's a practice. It's a parvati practice. It's an archetypal energy practice. It's parvati. So you stand. I like standing because I move more energy when I stand. Or you can sit, but you want straight posture. So if you're going to sit, sit in straight posture. Sit cross-legged. Kneel works as well. But you sit straight and you allow the right side of your body to become masculine to just become masculine. You let it become still nothingness, consciousness itself. You let it become straight line, right? You just let it become straight line. And then you let the left side open up to flow, right? Open up to like serpentine movement, a flowing movement. You let it become life itself, right? So right side of the body is still, it's very masculine based and you let The left side of the body, just start to move energy. Let the left side of the body be emotional. Let it be full. Let it dance, right? Let it move and let energy move through it. It becomes life force itself. It becomes just just the infinite all of everything, while the right side of your body is the infinite all of nothing. And just work with that, work with that. That is a beautiful practice to start to bring and then you can move the energies, you can merge them, you can move them throughout your body, right? You can let them commingle, you can let them harmonize. Um, But what we're doing is we're giving ourselves a chance to energetically, in deep alchemical levels, Allow for that harmonious dance in ourselves. Allow for that sacred union in ourselves. If any of this sings to you, you'll find a program actually that dives into this. It's called Sacred Sexuality Foundations, but really we're working with the divine masculine, the divine feminine. We're working with sexual energy, which is... Like rocket fuel for spiritual awakening. It's like rocket fuel for sacred union, for sacred relationship, for divine union. Um, and that's on offer. And you'll find that in the links below in the show notes and all over the place as well. Probably a link up here too in the video. Um, and I just invite you to keep exploring, keep exploring, keep exploring, right? Keep expo- we are, We are this infinitely glorious <laughs> bundle of energy of pathways of of infinite amounts of love of infinite amounts of consciousness of infinite amounts of bliss and joy and love and just the invitation to just keep going and listen to that still small voice within um, that truth and follow your truth follow your truth follow your truth so much love to you